Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. It's 2024. Jack, it's 2024. Are you enjoying yourself so far? I am. Oh, sorry. I've just whacked my leg against the... That was an ugly noise. You hurt yourself it was. badly. Did you bang your knee? I banged my knee <laughs> almost immediately. This year's going terribly. I hate it. This year's shit. <laughs> oh, this I've is our Anna's horribilis already. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's not a horrible new year for some mm. people. And those people are the contestants in the New Year's treat, Jack. Just remind me of who we have. Oh, we've got a great New Year's treat. This, this was such a good New Year's treat. If you haven't watched the New Year's treat, go and watch the New Year's treat. It's really good. We've got uh, Deborah Meaden. We've got Koji Radical. We've got Lenny Rush. We've got Steve Bachel. We've got Zoe Ball. So it's a oh. grand cast. Um, and we're going to go through it in our in our sort of pernickety kind of way, uh, yep. starting with, as we always do, with the prize task. Now, the most fun thing to be carrying when you enter a room full of people you don't know. Oh. I, I, I mean, I... I, 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 first of all, I love the New Year's t- uh, treat. I love it so much. And I feel like this is the best one. This is my favorite one of the New Year's treats. It was so good. And I do uh, think it was quality. I think that they were a really good cast. And I think some of the tasks were magnificent. And I think they all equipped themselves very well, even in this prize task, which is a tricky one. I think it is a tricky one. I think it's interesting because I feel like so you've only got one of these episodes. You've only got one opportunity to shine. Mm. And like, I feel like the... This one, which was the most fun thing to be carrying when you enter a room full of people you don't know, it feels like it's an opportunity to play against type. It feels like an opportunity to to show off who you are very, very quickly. And I thought yeah. everyone did a, a fabulous job, yeah. really. Nobody I, brought I, in poppers, though, did they? No, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Is that what Deborah you would have brought in? No, <laughs> no. I've only ever accidentally taken one popper, and I didn't oh, enjoy really? it. I got a heady rush. And thought I was going to pass out. And it was just, no, it was awful. Okay. Um, so Deborah Meaden brought in um, a tombola, but it was absent of balls. Or oh, no, it did have balls in it, didn't it? It did. I I feel like the whole thing had a real anarchic feel this episode. And from the get-go, the fact that Greg was like, right, I'm not- <laughs> I have a thing against you. Yeah, because he wants turned- pitched to an idea. Oh my God, that's so funny. Which is a good idea. The the idea was the the drinking glass with a thing at the bottom that means you could see that. Because I, I share his thing, which is that I am frequently lying horizontally and thinking, I don't want to have to get up. And then I will pour a glass of water just enough to my lips. And then I will get annoyed because it'll pour all over myself. It's something that would appeal to me for a, but, a late night boozy treat. Yeah. Couldn't wouldn't a straw do the same job? Just just very quickly. I not to not to really dig down into this because I feel like I feel like Deborah must have had the I same thing. I tell you but, what does exactly the same trick is a baby's beaker. A toddler's uh, yeah, beaker. Yeah, you're right actually. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't really need any contraptions. You don't need to to in, invent anything for Dragon's Den. If you're lying down and you want to keep drinking, use a toddler's beaker. Fill a, a beaker up with vodka and you're, you're golden. You're fine. Yeah. Sip away. <laughs> Sip away without spilling. Okay, so Deborah Meaden was on to a, a non-starter, wasn't she, really? Feels like by saying, like, I'm ha- I have it in for you, Deborah Meaden, the richest person in the, and the mo- and probably the most powerful person in the show, I feel like that made everyone else just relax a little bit more. Yeah, um, yeah. But it was a bad, it was a bad thing to bring in because she didn't have enough of a story behind it. Everyone else seemed to like think of a story or like what they wanted to, how they wanted to like present it. Whereas hers, it was basically like, that'd be fun, wouldn't it? And you're like, but it, it would have been fun. It would have been quite good fun. It's just the other things were more fun. But for what for what end? For what end would a tombola be fun? <laughs> bingo. In- you she would have had to bring in some prizes as well. But maybe she'd have done cash prizes because she's a wealthy woman. She could have just said, "I've got my checkbook. What are you what are you moaning about?" Okay. You know, but then you also win, have to. I'll give you, you three hundred quid. 
so I, I, I just want to, I just want to check. I fully understand the the scenario here. You're saying that Deborah Meaden walks in with the tombola yeah. and has several bingo cards in her pocket that she then hands out to strangers. Yeah. I was under the impression that it was more like, uh, oh, this is fun. Everyone gets a turn to to have a go at this, rather than that like, would be in- shit. Well, that's what I thought. But also, in- does enforced bingo sound fun? I guess it does if you're playing with it a billionaire. It depends movie. on your demographic. And yes. when I think about me and my friends, I mean, as long as it was only 10 minutes of... Um, when I do my other podcast, Older and Wider, and we uh-huh. occasionally do live shows, we play a game called Hypochondriac's Bingo. And we have <laughs> Hypochondriac Bingo cards, and um, we draw balls from a biscuit tin, and um, you tick off the things on your card, which... Um, include things like post nasal drip. <laughs> anyway, that's see that, but about. see that, but that's fun because that also breaks the ice. Whereas I think I think it needed something like that to just like it push it over the edge. It needed a proper setup. It needed a proper kit. It was only part of a kit. It feels like it was. If if you're trying to appeal to Alex, a tombola is the way to go. But if you're trying to appeal to Greg, I don't think he likes tombolas. True, true. You would have had to mix it up a bit and made it some kind of weirdo tombola. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, she was punished for that. She was <laughs> for bringing the worst thing, and also the fact that Greg was getting his re- revenge. She got yeah. one point. <laughs> We're moving on to Kojay Ragadical, um, who came across beautifully. I think. Oh, I- I, I thought he he was just having the most fun. Yeah. I think Rebecca Lucy Taylor had the I, until this moment had had the most fun in the Sand Taskmaster. I think he he had the most fun like ever. I would say, and also seemed to because he also enjoyed doing terribly. Like he had a he had a, he had it all. He had a great time, Koji. He was very cool, and he looked cool. And he looked great, but he also but he also really wanted to win. <laughs> like he really wanted to like play the game as well. So it, I think there was he a, was never going to win. He was never going to win. He was never. He never had the urgency. I you don't need know. to have that balance of cool and urgency. He had the cool. I'm not <laughs> sure he had the urgency, but he did bring an, a very good uh, prize task with I love six so much. robot puppies doing a synchronized dance, and they Bit- did. This is what I mean. I feel like that that he understood it, which was basically like I'm going into a, it's almost like I say it's like the, the New Year's treat one one, which was like the best thing to bring to a party. You want to go into a room with people that don't you know you, and then have the thing that you're bringing in make people go, "That's the one I want to hang out with." If you go into a room and six royal puppies are doing a synchronized dance, I ob- no, like I, I would then try and avoid the person who brought those dogs to the party like the plague because that's just insane. If anyone actually brought six synchronized dogs <laughs> to a party, the kind of party I go to now, everyone would think how tiresome. I'm really sorry. What an interesting demographic shift this is. I mean, yeah, like, it is. Or oh, you're so you, you would think, go- God, this is fun. This is I, fun. What, I think there's what, a fucking tripping hazard. Six of them. <laughs> Someone's going to end up in A and E. They're synchronized, so you can just time it. Like, you know, when you walk through fountains, you can just make sure you don't you don't go near them when they're doing a flip. I don't um, think either of us should swap parties. I think we should stick to our <laughs> own parties and never the twain should mix. Anyway, it was a it was an inspired um choice to bring in and it was lovely. Um, and and therefore he did score very highly, did he not? Yeah. He well it was it was him and uh little lenny lenny yeah, rush lenny. oh my yeah. god i he love lenny. triumph on this show he oh, was an absolute so triumph it, it he brought was... in he brought in beer and cigarettes it was so and he's so funny he's such he's a funny really guy. funny and he's so um self-composed and yeah. just uh so kind of himself in his own skin and there was there was a, a sort of slightly nervous excitement coming from him in the studio but it settled very quickly and yeah it was he was an absolute joy to watch about how comfortable he was in this situation which could have been an absolute mindfuck for loads of people well he's he's 14 like if i was doing that at 14 i would be like a quivering mess i could not like he's you would soil yourself i would immediately soil myself and koji radical and uh yeah and steve backshaw would have to sort of awkwardly walk away from me as i go i'm so sorry steve i'm so sorry koji um but he was so, he like, he was wonderful and he was quick like he was like i know that sounds really but like no, he was really quick I, I we're not patronizing that, he was on the ball he was so on the ball i said like a couple of weeks ago in the when we were talking about the build of this one that like there are no like there are no great studio moments in new year's treat because you don't have enough time to build up a rapport but 
everyone really brought it in this one and the studio was like so it felt very zingy and very like the fact that it when it was like between koji and lenny and koji turned to yeah. lenny and was like i always knew it would come to this like that's yeah. just like just such a great lovely, bunch of lines. lovely lines lovely lines yes i do feel that um taskmaster had to do a bit of uh, a nod towards lenny's age there by creating a beer and cigarettes pack that weren't actually beer and cigarettes yeah i think that was interesting i was sort of i i kind of wish they hadn't but i don't know i I wonder if they if they could have got away with that yeah legally yeah but but it was it was it was a fun it was a fun first reveal and it was a fun like little extra thing but i was a little bit like that would be really funny if you just said like beer and cigarettes (laughs) moving on Um, and and therefore he got his five points fair yep. and squarely. Um, Steve Backshaw, um, he in it, a way, it, like he did what you said he was going to do. Yeah, he he, he it, brought in a venomous animal. Yeah, <laughs> from in the get go in, in, in a jar, and it was tiny. Yeah, but it was the the most poisonous jellyfish. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's, what a, it was a really interesting story as well. And I, mm-hmm. I, as soon as he came on, I thought, oh, this is a man who'd quite like to win. I think yes. he's quite used to winning. Uh, and I, it would be an interesting thing to bring into a party. I don't know whether it's the most fun thing. Uh, um, yeah. Especially I, when it's this octopus. That if it's, it stings you, not only can it kill you, but it will give you an impending sense of doom. <laughs> I mean, that's like, quite a trick at a party, isn't it? It's it's very far away from fun, I would say, isn't it? Like there are there are many adjectives you'd get to before you got to fun, I would say at that point, isn't that? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it, like a bad trip though, isn't it? It's like, you know, people saying, Oh, try these mushrooms, try this, try that, and it all goes horribly wrong. And yeah. then someone comes in with a, a jellyfish and oh, this is fun. Oh God, no. Impending <laughs> sense of doom and actually I think I might die. It's it's, it's <laughs> terrifying i feel like also with the other ones you're like oh this mushroom these mushrooms might make you feel great or it might make you feel terrible this one's like no you will definitely feel an impending yeah. sense of doom and yeah. then die I, but everyone I, would gather around you at the party wouldn't but, they but would they think you were fun is it fun like oh, i <laughs> i just i think it's I, quite strange if it wasn't it, somebody like steve if it was just someone like that you'd met in a pub a few times yeah turned up with it it'd be absolutely terrifying if it was someone that you knew was well known for um animal programs on the telly i think you'd relax a bit more and think uh, he'll keep the lid on it but the but the it specifically says a, a room full of people you don't know yeah but do they but the thing is these are all celebrities you don't know them do they know you it wasn't fully yeah wasn't fully like made clear i also i just feel like visually it needs to be quite exciting from the get-go and therefore like i feel like there must have been something slightly more fun that he could have brought in but equally it is a cool thing to bring in but i i don't it's know. a cool thing i'm not it's, sure it's a fun thing okay exactly. okay uh, and zoe brought in a one-man <sighs> band i love i love zoe <laughs> ball so much zoe. i know because she's a really nice woman she was she was and in a way she was too nice for taskmaster as as alex and greg said like it, yeah it and and again to sort of go back to the like the to the, the, the one-man band thing it, if someone came in wearing a one-man band thing and i didn't know they were someone as nice as zoe ball i think i would yeah. be like oh no <laughs> oh, oh absolutely dear. the most hideous thing in the world i think i'd prefer a box jellyfish that could kill me than a, a, an untalented one-man band <laughs> Or, or just a one-man band that can't fucking shut up. Well, they can't, as as well you no, know. They, they physically can't. They physically yes, can't. I know, we did it in 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 our <laughs> series on the task. You can't even walk without making a stupid noise. So Zoe got two points, but took it took well, it well. I mean, because she's a sport. She, I think she, in a way, knows what her role. It, again, I think that everyone knows what their role knew what their role was quite quickly in this one, and I feel like Zoe was like, okay, I'm going to be the one who who suggests something whimsical and fun and greg is like nah no, we're not doing that but she makes everybody around her feel comfortable she's exactly. a kind of human glue in a social situation yeah where having someone like zoe around smooths everything over and makes everybody feel that they are a group because she's there and she's not very bossy with it no but very quietly she's just saying no we are we're all together it's nice 
I, I, it is interesting that you say that because it did feel like that this is the most a gang of celebrities to be on New Year's Street ever. I would say the most one I'd be like, those are those, these five people are a are a bunch who hang out together a lot. Is sort of how it felt like. And obviously, it's not true, but like you're right. I think Zoe is very good at like smoothing that over. Ah, oh, yeah. yeah, what a good bunch. I want to, Jenny. Are you going to hate me? I want a full series. Yes, we can't have we can't have non comics having full I know, series. I know. I'm really sorry, Jack. Good. That is the thin good. end of the wedge. No, it, you know there aren't I enough know. jobs for some of us comics anywhere on the telly. I mean, right. obviously, May's kind of scooping them yeah. all up, but you know there are others <laughs> of us who who are waiting for something else. May, what about this? We'll get, we'll do a, we'll we'll have a full series of non non comics, but then we'll have another series that's just Kyle replacing everyone. So Kyle has to do the whole thing. How about that? Would that no, work? This is this is no good for me. No, right. this, uh, Okay, uh, Kyle no, and I'm you. I'm not getting anything out. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> right. Task one it involved eating poppadums. Yes. It was a complicated one, this, because it was actually an impossible task. Not only, you know, the, the, the cramming of the poppadums. So I mm. did enjoy Deborah Meaden's um, technique. I I love Deborah Meaden's technique so much of of never swallowing. Was that the plan? <laughs> well, it was the crumbling of the pop dumps into the hand as well. It was scrunching them like they were a ball of paper until they were just little tiny shards. Yes. So, so she could fit a lot in her mouth before she swallowed. Yes, and then but then she was careful not to like she was she was trying to get as much in her mouth because I think the the phrasing of the task specifically was eat these poppadoms after each mouthful you must lose a letter of the uh, of the alphabet from your vocabulary uh, and then either compliment Greg or insult Alex. I think that uh, there was a certain point where she was like, no, I haven't swallowed yet, therefore I don't have to start doing the task. So I think her plan was at one point I think must have been to stuff as much of the. <laughs> <laughs> the poppadoms into her mouth without swallowing and therefore count that as one big mouthful and then i assume not do the task because she would never be able to speak again slash suffocate but it, it was a really difficult task because i thought that yes um after every swallow you had to praise greg or insult alex with uh, a word that started with a letter from the alphabet that you then lost but what I didn't realise was that you lost it entirely. I thought it was you just couldn't use another word beginning with that. I mean, if you read the task specifically, it was if you lo- if you use a less lot uh, sorry if you use a lost letter at any time, ten grams will be added to your final poppadom weight. I think that there's a bit where um, where Zoe's going. Oh no, I can't spell. Oh, I can't say melting. I can't do. Me-. And, and it, it's clear that she doesn't think that those letters. Count. Count. And she which, said Alex every time. Oh God. Oh God. Infuriating. Yeah. Um it, it 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 was it was it was wonderful. The whole it thing was a was, great moment when Lenny called Alex a pig. Yes. Oh my god. When he just <laughs> And, just, and, and, and he only gives his age away by one simple thing because there's such a maturity to the boy. Yeah. But when he giggles, he puts his hand over his mouth, and that is the only sort of childish bit of him that's left. But it's so funny, and it's so just the way he just the way he went pig. Yeah. <laughs> and then like, <laughs> and immediately everybody is back in sort of primary school, aren't they? And someone's calling you a pig. Yeah. <laughs> It was in- so it's interesting because um, Koji Radical obviously um, looks under the table, which we say many times, and everyone on the- everyone who does Taskmaster, he's clearly a massive Taskmaster fan, can I say? Because he looked under the table um, and then saw there were dips and then was like, well, now all I want to do is force Alex to eat this because I watch the show lots and I know that any time he will eat put- anything. He yeah. will eat anything. And also, when it came back to the studio, he did a, a-, a Guy Montgomery which was to um, say I had that moment put on my T-shirt and then opened up his uh, his jacket to reveal... A photograph on the front of his T-shirt depicting a Koji um, feeding Alex Poppadoms. Which was yeah. so good. Which which is similar to what Guy, Guy Montgomery in Taskmaster New Zealand Series 2, if you haven't watched it, he, um, find, he, found, he managed to find old pictures of uh, Paul uh, as, as like a, a child, child. and a baby, and, and, and yeah. And put them on his shirt, and then, <laughs> as the show progressed, he would always take off his uh, his jacket to reveal 
uh, a picture of so i i feel like koji's not just watched the uk version i think he's watched new zealand as well and he's getting he's getting ideas from everywhere there was oh. some expertise in there i did particularly Absolutely. like a line from steve backshaw um which was one of the insults to alex when he said i never liked the horn <gasps> section <sighs> it's very cutting but it is uh, very cutting i mean now, with that sentence, I never liked the horn section. Are you only you losing I from the alphabet? No. So so I don't think there was anything to do with the first letter of the alphabet. I think it was just, the, the phrasing of it was just, um, you must lose a letter of the alphabet from your vocabulary. And because they've got all the letters there, you uh, sh- you show the letter you're u- losing by picking it up and putting it in. And putting the, it in the glass. I yeah. think that that would I, have I been... think that 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 I thought that the um, instructions for this task were quite confusing. They and were. I think that uh, I'd have scored many many penalties. The the way to do it is either to do a Frankie Boyle, which is to say nothing, and then just you know is just to eat the papadom, stare Alex down the thing, and then just you know choose what you're going to say. Uh, and say it with a sort of almost like a a sociopathic level of like yeah. determination just to say i hate you alex or like just whatever you need to say yeah. um or you you do what everyone here did uh, and which i assume you would have done and i would have done which is just talk constantly Burble. and yeah. Burble. Yeah. on and <laughs> well, on and on well the other the other thing i mean that you could have similar to a task that was in series 16 do nothing do nothing for for 15 minutes and you win there's an agony to that though i know it's like a performance agony where i don't i i I certainly don't have the confidence to do that i must learn i must apologize everybody you can probably hear my emails coming in um uh uh, it's mostly charity requests i have to admit (gasps) and i don't i don't know how to silence my emails on my computer one day i will learn but for now i'm just going to apologize i don't want to touch anything in settings because it makes me feel sick okay this is entirely Um, fair (laughs) yeah yeah um so we're just going to run down on the scores with this one this tricky task tricky uh, task deborah actually won yeah she won not i don't think anyone registered the fact that if you did nothing you would win um, which is fire because you know why it's not would you in the spirit it? of the game it's, it's not in the spirit of the game but also the idea that actually you you eat because deborah was the most obsessed with eating poppadoms um but it, eating poppadoms as alex said almost entirely irrelevant in this task <laughs> which is yeah. wonderful i think there are quite a few of them w- that will not be able to look a poppadom in the face for quite a long time The next task, task two, was awkward self-portrait. Draw a self-portrait of you eating fruit using anything but hands in the time it takes for you to eat an orange. Now, yes. this was a tricksy one because they asked people off the cuff, yeah, a, a, a sort of as apropos of nothing, how long mm. would it take you to eat an orange? Now, what would you have said, Jack? I I would like to think I would have the same reaction as Koji, which is to to go. This is relevant. Let's go long because you. I I was trying to think if there was a situation as I was watching it. As soon as they said how long does it take you to eat an orange, my first thought was, let's say half an hour and see, like what would be the downside? What could possibly be the downside of saying half an hour? I can't think of a of a um of of a situation in which they could turn around and like use that against me. Um, I, I feel like I would have said long. I would have, I'd have gone long. I would have done exactly what the, both the women did, which I'd have said probably three minutes. I mean, I can't eat oranges because I'm allergic to citrus. So I don't Oh my God. It. I know it's very boring. Uh, but both Deborah and Zoe said three minutes. Steve Backshaw, this, this is where the competitiveness comes in. This, so 45 this, yeah. seconds. 45 seconds. Yeah. I, 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 my, so my first instinct again was to be honest. And I would, I couldn't, if I had to eat an orange in 45 seconds, maybe I could. I don't know. It does could depend I? on the size of the orange as well. It's like, you know, some oranges yeah. are, are much bigger than others. Some oranges are almost as big as your head. Um, I, Lenny said 10 minutes, which was, you know, smart. A, a sensible, smart move. Yeah. Uh, and Koji went for six minutes. Well, he went for six minutes, 23, after Alex said, is that your final answer? And that was so funny when he said, four minutes, 45, is that your final answer? Six minutes, 23. Yeah. Like, yeah. so... <laughs> 
I thought it was, I just, yeah, I loved him so much. And it was just, again, he was. And he then was they were con- given iPads, weren't they, yeah. for the, the drawing task? Um, do you do iPad art at all, Jack? Oh God, no. Oh God. I try, I try occasionally. I have like a touchscreen laptop and occasionally I'll be like, oh, I could try on paint. I'm, I'm horrible at it. It's awful. And I know that there are people who are really good at it. Um, and who have like pens and the rest of it. Can you do it? Yeah. I've got a, I've got an eye pencil and I use a program called Procreate, which you can become really complicated with because it has different layers and things like this. So yeah. I don't think they had that program downloaded for everybody. I think it's quite a basic one. So Koji was very clever and used a banana. I don't think I would have done that. I think my first thought would have been nose. It would either have been sausage. If there was no sausage, I then would have done nose. Um, occasionally I'll try and use my nose on my phone. Like if I'm doing something with my hands, like if I have to like sort of text, I, I try to do it with my nose and it goes very badly wrong. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you even do that? Well, no, no. Sometimes I, I'm doing things, so I'm like, oh, I'll just get my get something. I've got to like, I've got to like make a make a, a an input for something. I just go yes and do it with my nose. I'm pretty good at it actually. Do you know what? I take it back. I would use my nose and I'd be brilliant at it. Okay, okay. Well, I would hope that I would find something knocking around that I w- that could be used as an implement rather okay. than my nose. I would uh, my nose would have been one of the last things that would I'd it? have gone for. Yes. Okay. Yes. There's very what? little control with the well. There's some control with the nose, but you can't really see what you're doing whilst you're doing it That's because true. your nose is up against the, the iPad. But I reckon I have more control over my nose, say, than my foot. I think, as in, as in, I can move my head better than I can move my feet. I'm not. I'm get- not sure. I, I I think for me physically, it would be debatable between okay. big toe and nose. So you you have you have um, Procreate on your on your tablet. Yeah, I think there's only one way to solve this. Well, I'm not going to do it now, but I will no no have no, a no. Go. We'll, we'll I think we'll do it later. We'll okay. do it later. I will we'll... I will send um, two versions of myself eating some fruit. One <laughs> yes. done with my nose, and one done with my toe. Okay. Okay, and then I might want to do a third one with the pencil, which will yeah, be just so just so we know exactly yeah, how good yeah. you are. Yeah, a sort of control so, one. Okay. Yeah, control. Okay, this is right. good. This is good. <laughs> so do remind me. Someone's going to have to send me an email. Okay, so the scores coming in for this, Deborah Mead and. Oh, well, let's not start with Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor I, I Deborah. Really liked, I really liked Lenny's. He drew himself eating a pear, and the pear was really realistic. Uh, uh, well, it was it was a good pear. It was a good pear. I feel like this was a little bit the crafty bit of Lenny coming out, where he's like, I'm only little. I'm the size of a pear, you little, little sneak, yeah, yeah. Len. Well, but, you know, if you got it, use it. Exactly. He used Alex's finger, by the way. Which, oh God, there was that bit where they said... If you saw this, if you saw this out of context, what would you think? <laughs> Someone's going to prison, and it ain't me. Smart, quick, quick as a flash. Oh, but the can't... other thing that we've forgotten to say about this task was they had to get progressively angry. Yeah. So there was this extra layer of madness on top of it, and and Lenny's acting skills really came out here. They really. He, there were a couple of times really where I thought. Did. Like he, he also kept going after the whistle, which was a strange decision. Like he, he got really no, angry. He was in the, he was in the mode. He yeah, was he there. He's a he method. He's a method actor. Yeah, very method. He's a proper. Where so he just couldn't get angry. She just oh. really couldn't get angry. Whereas Deborah was was great at being angry. Deborah, or, or if not angry, just a bit pissed off. I, I mean, obviously Deborah has experience of being professionally pissed off on TV. Yeah. Like she, she's made an art form of being like, I'm, I'm fed up now with this. And she, I mean, yeah, like you could really see it coming out. Like I can imagine what it would be like to be on Dragon's Den. I mean, not really, because you know, uh, I don't think at any point you're going to make Deborah Meaden uh, draw with her nose. But still, like she like she got really angry although it was undermined by the way that she was like oh that's actually quite good at the end um it wasn't though it it wasn't at all it wasn't it was also in typical middle-aged female where she banged something on the ipad it's the kind of thing i'd do and and all the surround went black 
That was so I was I was so because when it when it went black, I was like, oh no, she's done something. And the, the fact that they said like, we'll now show you what it was supposed to look like. I thought it was gonna be like actually quite good. And then it'll yeah, be like it'll be too. like a a classic taskmaster oh if only she hadn't done that last thing yeah. then she would get yeah. five points instead it was the, the worst it's terrible thing I've that, ever yeah seen. it really was she got one point um, yeah. what did steve backshaw use um i think he didn't wait hang on i think he used his nose didn't he so there were three people using noses i think there were three i'm gonna i'm gonna double check hang on yeah because you got zoe zoe used her nose yeah, everyone went nose. Well, apart from and as in- Steve only had forty-five seconds because he was so competitive about eating his orange in forty-five <laughs> seconds. That's all he had for the task, but he achieved quite a lot in forty-five seconds. He did, but he forgot the he forgot the the, the fruit, which was his downfall. Um, again, yeah. I I like the fact that they didn't make any exceptions for the fact that it was only forty-five seconds. The fact that they were like no because that's what you chose like it wasn't yeah. like oh i managed to do this in this amount of time therefore it's good um the six pack was unbelievable the abs that he put on himself pack. i think he started with that i think he got that in first that's why he forgot the fruit he was too busy doing a six pack he could have said oh it's a six pack a six pack of um of oranges but it wasn't it was just a six no, pack on his chest had to be Six pack. The, the the blueberries can be the nipples can be blueberries, but yeah. the six pack. I'm keeping the six pack for myself. Yeah, yeah he's yeah, yeah. a it's filthy. That. Yeah, yeah he's, I mean, he's a very competitive guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, um, and for that reason, he was never going to win ever. Yes. Well, he came close. He came close, and I think it oh, would. Yeah. It's it's against the spirit of the show if he had one. But I, yeah, I like. I I feel like again there was a good balance of people, and it felt like Steve got his role very quickly, which was yeah. Uh, the they all fulfilled one. their roles very exactly. Quickly. And as you say, you know, with only having one program, they really kind of slotted into their places very neatly. Um, yeah. We're going now on to the results for that task. It was one for Deborah, two for yeah. Steve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, three for Lenny, four for Zoe, and Koji got five points because he used a banana. I it was good. It was a good picture. Um, yeah, I mean he didn't have any legs, and that's fine. I did like, give Zoe equal amount of points actually because I thought her picture of herself eating a, a, a big slice of watermelon was very easy to read. It was very easy to read. It sort of had the. It, it was funny because it was instantly funny to look at, but as soon as you looked at it, like a little bit closer, you're like, "That's actually really good." Yeah. <laughs> like it. It was. It was. Ve- it's a very funny picture, but that's because I think she drew herself eating a piece of watermelon, and that's very funny. Uh, but I, it, in a way, that reaction, I think, kind of like counted against her I, I can't quite describe it no i just think she was slightly undermarked there but you know, oh i think it's... i think she was undermarked but i think because i think with all these things whenever there's an art thing your your reaction your reaction that you're hoping for is either that's the the best thing i've ever seen or oh my god that's so terrible i can't believe it and this kind of seemed to occupy like you can't tell whether you should laugh at it or be genuinely impressed um and i think i think if she'd managed to go into color if she'd managed to nudge some buttons with her nose and do some yellow hair it would have been absolutely triumphant because that's what koji managed didn't he manage to get into color Koji got color as well. He had a banana, so he had all the time in the yeah, world. But yeah. uh, as did uh, uh, Lenny, also managed to get into color. Yeah, these uh, are two people that might know their way around iPad po- Procreate or, or you some should ask kind for tips when you're doing when you're. I don't using need your feet. any tips, mate. Just <laughs> leave me to that. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Okay, we are now moving to task three, which was, oh, this was a great task. Oh, yeah. 
God, this was some kind of setup, wasn't it? It really was. I think this might be my favorite use of the biodome ever, I would say. I think this is a just a really great, really great location and a really great task. There's a real a real sense of like panic that that came around a bit. It was amazing. It was uh make these things pop when the timer hits zero. Shortest time between first and last pop wins. You have 15 minutes. Um, I don't think I've ever seen the biodome being used so beautifully either. Uh, it, yeah. it, to me, it always strikes me as a slight afterthought, a bit ugly and a bit tacked on. I So it, it came in, actually, interestingly. It was first used in a Champion of Champions, not Champion of Champions, first used in a uh, New Year's Treat uh, 1, the first ever New Year's Treat. It was like, we have a biodome now. And there used to be a um, like a little knight there uh that would sort of rotate or could rotate i think um and this, a little what a little knight like a like a statue of a knight i think Ooh. i'm pretty sure that's what happened what is a biodome they call it the biodome but it may not be a i think it's just it's it's like the crystal maze isn't it really i thought a biodome was where you grew things like you know that place in the eden project yes they biodomes? I, I think it is that i'm not sure if the show's ever called it a biodome but i call it the biodome is that okay. weird <laughs> I, I call it that funny igloo-y thing sort the of igloo. glassy yeah yeah anyway, the weird igloo. Don't, don't mind me um, um they had such an array of things on a table there was yes. a toast popper a toast Toaster, in fact. God, I'm going down <laughs> Deborah Meehan's thing. Yeah, I was going to say, you're, fun- you're, as, you're as knowledgeable of toasters as, as... Oh, it's so funny. That was yeah. wonderful. When Deborah couldn't... So you had to make things pop, and they all had time to experiment with the items on the table, one of which was a toaster, and Deborah just couldn't quite work out how to use <sighs> a toaster. And Alex suggested that it was on voice command. Oh, my God. And she fell for it. She absolutely <laughs> fell for it. And there were two slices of bread in this toaster, which she commanded. She commanded the, the toaster, go down. Oh down. It was brilliant. It's so funny. I feel like Alex is cheekier in these episodes because yeah. he was, he's pretty cheeky in... There was a couple ones a, a few yeah, years ago he's where growing, he was... He's growing. He really is. You like, know, the monster is emerging. Yeah. I I think because he knows these people are high status, he can afford to be a little bit, a little bit like, ah, oh, but it's so that made me laugh so hard. And that it's just, clip will follow Devon Meaden round forever and ever <laughs> and ever, and it will do her no harm, no harm whatsoever. I really hope so. Um, I I mean, I I loved this task, and I think what was interesting is it's kind of the mirror image of a task that was in series thirteen um that was um they were in the lab uh not the biodome biosphere whatever it's called um where they had to make all these things happen at the same time uh there were monsters that had to be squatting so those things that were that were, that were in this one the monsters that pop up yeah had to be popped down they had to be squatting at the time the marble had to be rolling in a marble run uh the robot had to be walking the cradle had to be clicking the sand had to be falling the fidget spinner had to be spinning so it's a sort of similar one in the sense that there are lots of things you have to do at the same time but instead of making sure they all happen or they all they're all going at the same time here you have to make sure um they happen like the event happens one after the other which actually it makes it similar in the sense that you're kind of dealing with these finickety things and making sure they happen at a certain point but also with this one it's kind of you're hoping almost to do all the setup and then it's like bam 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 which um in terms of like how everyone did there was a certain uh there's a certain joy to someone who's very competitive like steve who is able to actually like make that happen where you it's almost like watching like um conductor just sort of be like this and then 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 the opposite is um uh, zoe ball really <laughs> yeah doing a me uh just, just <laughs> having a go then forgetting the cat flap thing the the, the the where the buyer's dome really came into its own though was the blowing up of the blue out of the roof very I special that. i love that i i couldn't work do you so that button if you pressed it yeah it would make it blow it inflated up. the balloon but so certain people, as in not Koji and Zoe, realized that if you stop pressing it, it would stop inflating. They just kept on pressing it. I don't know what they were hoping to achieve. Um, did they both burst those balloons? They did, and that was the first pop. Okay, okay. So what so, so what everyone else did was see that that was what was blowing up and then go, right, I'll stop that now. Let's get everything else ready and then pop that pop that pop that bubble goes there that all the rest of it 
it was very, it was like a, a, a really over the top pat your tummy and rub, no, uh, pat your head and rub your tummy. It's a little bit like you're handling a bomb as well, because you have to make sure none of those things pop too early. Because once those things pop, you then have to make everything else pop. And if you're not ready, then you're ruined. Lovely quote from Koji, who said, this is doing nothing for my trust issues. <laughs> it was a really beautifully dropped sentence. <laughs> It, it felt like he was fulfilling like a, a, a dream he's had for ages and that he was just saying all the things that he wanted to say being on task force it was wonderful it was so wonderful um and i liked i liked the pop-up task within a task that seemed fun um this was this was a good one this is a really good it one. was it was really elaborate and steve loved it he i mean he did it in extraordinary uh time he he managed all that in 18 seconds it's incredible uh, Koji did a lovely thing as well. He when he sort of played it like a drum solo. There was, there was some drumming <laughs> and going doing on. A B C D E F G as well. Yeah, and so and he just screamed at everything. Everything that popped made her jump. <laughs> I mean, with good reason. I think that again. I think that this is sort of for the nervous. This was not a good task. This is a very like you. If you're on edge, and I I would be on edge going into doing Taskmaster. If you were a celebrity who's been watching the show and you're like, they're going to make me look stupid. You are then like bang a balloon bang this bang that yeah, it's sort of yeah. it, it, it feels like the type of thing that i would scream constantly like zoe well i've already i, I would pretend to get them back by having by being so shocked to had a small heart attack <laughs> and then they'd feel really guilty yeah and then give you 10 points yeah uh, there was um there's another task in series 12 when they had to everyone has to stand up just before certain things happen and it was again a toaster it was a jack-in-the-box it was a balloon bursting and again it's a it's a it's a level of just making sure everything is right and then being aware that something is going something that will make you jump is going to happen and so getting ready for that is sort of a, an interesting situation to find yourself in um i i it was visually really interesting it was great it, it looked really good and especially like people then having to do the balloon like to doing the bubbles as well especially when the when the balloon burst for both zoe and koji you could see they were like okay like okay here's a here's a bubble as well fine we'll just get that done oh god like uh, people angrily doing bubbles is is very very funny to me um, <laughs> yeah yeah so children's entertainer the, the sort yeah. of jeremy lion character <laughs> like, oh god yeah. why the why is this happening to me children's entertainer <laughs> absolutely um so that uh affected the scores somewhat did it mm. not it Deborah did. got three steve got five zoe got one koji got two lenny got four as we go into the live task in the studio the task. studio task uh, Lenny and Steve are neck and neck, are they? They are not? neck and neck. This is actually the first time in a New Year's treat where um, both, although there were there have been people neck and neck since the first one when uh, Shirley, Rylan, and uh, Krishna Gurumurthy were all on thirteen going into the final task. Um, so this was exciting, and and I felt bad also for Koji, who was uh, before that last task um, was leading and then fell away, uh, but. It's, I, and yeah. at that point he probably gave up because he didn't score highly in the studio task i i feel like he i don't know i think i i feel like there are people who throw things away i think he really wanted to win i do think in the studio he wanted to win and i think he was annoyed at not gamesmanship but certain things that went wrong in that studio task for him where he was like oh that shouldn't count oh that's not fair what's going on here um he, you could tell he was getting progressively angrier, which was really funny. <laughs> I, I thought this was a really nicely done task as well, because it really messed with your perspective. Yes. And also the doubt if someone else sort of thought that, I mean, it was quite elaborate. You, there were cutouts in mm. sort of pieces of wood and would things go through or not? I mean, it was a great parlor game, but it was made even better by the throwing of eggs. Yes, I don't know why the eggs made it look so good. But yeah, the fact that also, I mean, Zoe Ball hit someone with an egg. I mean, amazing. The the eggs made everything better, and I can't work out why. Because um, rubber was, eggs are funny. They just are funny. I think also it's the triumphant throwing of a rubber egg. That's yeah, what's, yeah. That, it's, it's not Then he really got into throwing the eggs. He loved it. I, I think this was a really good pilot game, and I also think it's interesting because um, I, I would think if you were doing a one-off Taskmaster special, you wouldn't want one which is the contestant sitting down and like not 
doing things, if that makes sense. But actually, this one really worked. And I actually quite liked the fact that it was a seated thing because there was a level of jeopardy and there was a level of like gamesmanship and fun that was going on with it. It, it didn't really play to anybody's strength. So it was all, yeah. you know, everybody, it was all up for grabs a bit. I think that the egg throwing made it more physical, actually. It could have been a bit dull if they'd just been sitting you know, guessing. Yeah. Uh, but just having these rubber eggs bouncing around just made it visually more interesting. And, um, I mean, you'd think it'd be very easy, but there were a couple of things that just didn't look like they would or looked like they wouldn't, and, and the opposite was true. I, I thought the balloon one was unfair, I will say. Because also, I think, I, I mean, I wonder if, if Koji, um, like, got angry about this in the studio and we didn't get to see it. But, like, the balloon burst, but it then went through. Therefore... Like that's fine, surely, isn't it? Couldn't I go no, if, if the taskmaster says no, then it's a no. No, I um, know. I've got a, a note though that said uh, by my notes in my notebook, and uh-huh. it says "very enjoyable" in capital letters. So you know, <laughs> there's a compliment. <laughs> a lot of it was incredibly satisfying, like the duck going through. The duck going through was very satisfying, and that was almost that was the first one. So you yeah. sort of like you would think like everyone would get the concept quite quickly, but like at the end when you got to a picture of a man, I was like, okay, maybe, <laughs> maybe there is a way Alex could get through this. <laughs> maybe he could. And no, obviously he, he can't. No, he couldn't. He couldn't. He, obviously, no. the answer is no. Obviously, you don't. Never, 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 never. But by by this in. point, everyone's getting a bit confused. Exactly. They? And they're sort of taking risks that they usually wouldn't. And that's why um, the result was as it was, which was yeah. Lenny triumphed. And it was a lovely moment because in my notebook, I've written Lenny wins, capital yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got I, really carried away watching this. I, I I know what you mean. And I agree. I think I was delighted. I think everyone was quite, was. I, it's similar to when Lenny won at the BAFTAs. He's sort of like, yeah, hooray. Uh, it was perfect. And yeah, like, it was I, a very, very happy episode. It, it felt Christmassy, New Yearsy, because it felt very good natured. Yes, and I think everyone got what they wanted out of it. If that makes sense, I think Deborah, Deborah got the sort of like sh- she's clearly wanted to do this show for ages, and got the sort of yeah. like the the. I was going to say the, the humiliation she wanted. It's not that, but it's sort of like she got the sort of like the the, the crazy. She became very human. Exactly. She became yeah. very human during it. She enjoyed doing it and she was an enjoyable watch. Zoe Ball is always lovely to watch. And she got two nice pieces of toast out of it. So she did get something out of <laughs> she it. Got, she also got to say wank flap on TV, which I don't think she yeah, ever marvelous. gets a chance to say. <laughs> lovely and then koji obviously made like got to humiliate alex which is all he's ever wanted to do it seems um and then laney won and steve you know got to show off his six-pack so Absolutely perfect perfect Absolutely really really perfect. perfect very very enjoyable oh. up there episode i really do think <laughs> Talking about up there episodes, mm-hmm. um, we are now going on to the emails, and yes. apparently nobody's given me access to the email account. I don't really want it in case people are saying <laughs> horrible things. Uh, but apparently, we've been flooded with suggestions um, from the listeners about which vintage episodes I should be watching next. Yes. So, Jack, apparently, um, in a weirdo kind of way, you've made a spreadsheet mm-hmm. and figured out the most recommended episode, which, uh, do explain, please. Well, I mean, um, I, I just counted, really. How many? <laughs> <laughs> is that what a spreadsheet is? That's what it is. There's no, no. magic around it. <laughs> no, I won't have that. I made a list and I checked it. Um, okay. But it's a tie. We, we had, like I said, we had loads of loads of people sending stuff in, great suggestions, and we're sure we'll get to all of them, but we had a tie for two great vintage episodes. Uh, one of them uh, was the final episode of Series 4, um, which Connor from Plymouth recommended, uh, because it features uh, iconic lolly money, exotic sandwiches, and surprising ducks. Uh, and I uh, also Jen recommended it because uh, Mel's sandwich task made me laugh so hard I had to pause it for five minutes because I thought I would be sick. And <laughs> that is a recommendation. It totally is. I, I, I was laughing so much I thought I might vomit. I, it's it, always it, going to arrest my attention. It's so this is legitimately one of the best episodes i would say i think actually i got to talk about it on the other podcast i think 
oh, I might have to dig that out for some extra research. Yeah. Now, series four, were they by this point doing 10 episodes? No, this is an eight episode one. So this is the final an one. Eight of- episode one. They just crept up, didn't they? They crept then? up. So it went, it goes um, series one, six, series two, five, series three, five, series four, eight, uh, series five, eight. Gosh. And then series six, was it 10? Series six was ten, and I'm glad you mentioned series six. In fact, because that is our other recommendation. Uh, there is a vintage episode. Uh, it is episode five of series six, and it's for one particular task in particular, um, which I think we will. I don't want to ruin. I, I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say exactly what it is. It is the Lisa Tarbuck team task where they have to find the link between things, uh, which was recommended by multiple fans as they think it's one that Jenny would like, and there's a reason you would like it. And I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to. I don't want to second guess it. I don't want to put different things in your head. But there is a reason you'll enjoy it. I think. That's okay, so my choice is series four, episode eight, or series six. Which episode? Series uh, episode five, and it episode is the five. it's a team task where um, to Aston Chowdhury, Tim Vine, and Lisa Tarbuck have to find the link between things. Um, I mean, it's a well, very I'm good going point. to go for series four, episode eight, because chronologically that's going to be first, and then I shall save up series six, um, episode five, uh, in my back pocket for later on. That's um, entirely fair, I think. But I think uh, if anybody wants to join in the vintage episode binge that we're doing it's going to be series four episode eight if you'd like to revisit it along with us because we will be discussing that along with other bits and bobs and your letters and emails and letters i don't mean letters nobody sends letters that would be you know what i mean you can send letters where to though jack they're not sending it to my fucking house i can tell you that i'm not giving my address my house (laughs) (laughs) you know what number one taskmaster house taskmaster (laughs) taskmaster land taskmaster world to, we should get them to send letters to um the taskmaster house that would oh, be very funny. Yeah. very funny very funny i bet they though. do i bet they yeah. i bet there'll be christmas cards and all sorts because you oh. know people get confused you know people think <laughs> people think that people on coronation street are actually real and live there um <laughs> Because what? they do. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, Alex lives in the house. Let's not, you know, we, we we can joke, we can joke everything, but Alex obviously lives in the house. In the secret upstairs bit where he's got his bed. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for tuning in. I do hope you're having a very happy New Year so far. Oh yes, please. Um, I, I'm, I'm yet to make my mind up about this year. Well, that that knee knock that I had at the start means I'm really against it immediately, to be honest. A bad knock year. A bad knock a bad, year. Oh, my God. Guys, it's a bad knock year. It's going to be like a, 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 a banged knee all for 12 months, just feeling like you've just banged your fucking knee. That's life, though, isn't it? Um, <laughs> 12 months to go. Yeah, 12 months ago, Only 12 months to go. We'll get through it. Stay with us and we'll help you through it. Thank you very much for listening. Jack, uh, enjoy your partying and your... Well, I say that loosely. <laughs> Christine, enjoy whatever you're doing and I shall attempt to um, put a smile on my face. Put a smile on your face, Jenny. For the fans! Head over to Hulu this March where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the acclaimed movie, All of Us Strangers, starring Paul Mescal and Andrew Scott. Stream the new Hulu original limited series, We Were the Lucky Ones, with Joey King and Logan Lerman. And don't forget about Grey's Anatomy. Every Grey's episode ever is now streaming on Hulu. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu.